Hello, my sugary little Christmas treats, my wonderful little sugar plums. Happy new comic book day. Welcome to another episode of Panel Riot. It is DC December, uh, all December long. And uh, this week we're going to talk about DC's uh, other offerings, their non-published comic book style offerings, um, and, uh, and how wonderful they are, my favorite my favorite area of DC to explore. But before we get into that, intern Stan, if you could please, oh please, give us an appropriate song. Wonderful. That was, of course, the Superman animated series opening theme song. Uh, you may remember it from the 90s, I think. I'm pretty sure that that happened in the 90s. Um, this week on Panel Riot, uh, we are going to be talking about DC Comics non-comic book offerings. Uh, we are going to talk about the animated series that they have produced. We are going to talk about some of the video games that they have produced. Uh, and we're actually, uh, we're going to touch very lightly on the movies. Um, but that is a whole episode in and of itself. One that I want um, company for. I want other people on for that particular podcast when we uh, talk about DC movies. Um but uh, to be honest with you, I love DC Comics. It's true. I know you might not think that um, if you listen to uh, the previous show, because I talk about Marvel a lot, but Marvel's what I read the most of. Um, but I do love DC Comics. And why do I love DC Comics? Because of their animated series. That's what got me into, uh, into DC in the first place. Um, aside from the fact that every child loves Batman. Um... But um, the Justice League animated series, Batman the animated series, the Batman Superman Adventures, all of that stuff, it was it was like it was like crack to me. Uh, a lot of people talk about you know the the best Batman was it um, uh, was it uh, Christian Bale was it um, uh, Michael Keaton uh, was it uh, George Clooney? Nobody says that last one. Um, but I'll tell you right now, the best Batman, hands down, without question. Kevin Conroy. He's just amazing. He's per he's the perfect Batman. But you don't have to see him. And thankfully, he uh he's still Batman. He still keeps up the role. Um him and a so many others. You've got um 
you've got the the new Lego Batman movie coming out, and all these different Batman are going to be there from all the different you know different continuities and everything like that. Will Arnett does an amazing Batman, um, as you know, as the Lego Batman who's who's hilarious. It's 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 funny and it's entertaining and so on and so forth. But anyway, um, my favorite Batman, Kevin Conroy, uh, because of these DC animated series. So let's go back and take a look at the uh, the various series the the TV series that um that DC has produced we're going to start with the live action series and I'll uh well I'll, I'll put it to you this way if I know anything about it I'll make a, I'll make a little comment uh okay so adventures of superman 1952 to 1958 the first the original uh I I haven't really seen much of it it went 6 seasons there's a lot out there to be seen um, of course, you have the phenomenal Batman series, the live-action series. 1966 to 1968 went for three seasons, starred Adam West and Burt Ward, um, and uh, it it really um, it set the standard for uh, for you know superheroes for a long time. Camp was encouraged and embraced even in the comics. Um, and it's fun, and it's still to this day. You go back and watch it; it's a blast. Um, especially the movie, the movie that they produced, because at that point they were just full blown, you know, headfirst into the campiness. Everything was labeled. That was where you get the bat shark repellent. That's where you get the running gag of um, uh, some days you can't just can't get rid of a bomb. Um, it's it's wonderful. And recently, if I'm not mistaken, it all came out on Blu-ray. So uh, hey. That's another episode as well. Next up, we have Shazam, 1974 to 1976. Don't know. Never watched it. Apologies. The Secrets of Isis, 1975 to 1976. Only went one season. Don't know a thing about it. Next up, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, 1975 to 1979. Went three seasons. Starred Linda Carter. Come on. It's Wonder Woman. And it's... (laughs) You can't say enough good things uh, uh, about this series. It was uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, Linda Carter has been you know the definitive Wonder Woman for a very very long time. Um, and actually, I mentioned on the previous show uh, I've been playing Lego Batman Three, and you can play as Wonder Woman and you jump up, fly around in the air in the seventies uh, Wonder Woman theme plays, and it's amazing. But uh, why hasn't Wonder Woman been on television? or in the movies, for that matter, since this. Um, with the exception, I guess, of like the animated series, which we'll get into. I don't know. Anyway. Um, I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. I haven't, I, I haven't um, seen every DC television-based thing. I probably am. If you know better than me, which you probably do, email me, panelriot at gmail.com, and uh, set me straight. Legends of the Superheroes, 1979, two TV specials. Don't know a thing. Superboy, 1988 to 1992. Who would make a Superboy series? I, I just don't... I, I don't see what's appealing at all about Superboy. At all. Um, I guess that's only... Well, it did go a, a few seasons. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Swamp Thing, the series, 1990 to 1993. Uh, very, uh, a very 90s character for a very 90s television show. Um, 72 episodes, 3 seasons. Um, I think the Sci-Fi Channel still shows reruns of it every now and then. I could be wrong. I probably am. 
because I don't have cable. The Flash, The Flash, 1990 to 1991. One season, just one season. Human Target, 1992, lasted one season. What's that based on? I couldn't tell you. Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, 1993 to 1997. Here's the thing uh, with this television series. I loved it. I absolutely loved it when I was younger, um, and I remember almost nothing about it. I remember watching this, um, but I don't, I, like I said, I don't remember much about it. I, <laughs> I remember at one point Superman forgetting that he was Superman, like he had um, amnesia and he sneezed and like a car stopped or something like that. Um, I remember other Kryptonians showing up, maybe? I just don't know. Um, anyway... Uh, this was the uh, the series that made Dean Cain a household name, and uh, if you're unfamiliar with Dean Cain, that's because you are too young. You should know who Dean Cain is. <laughs> uh, if you uh, have come into Dean Cain, if you've crossed Dean Cain's path uh, since this, uh, it's either because I think he hosted that Ripley's Believe It or Not show for a while, and uh, I know he's been on a few episodes, one episode of uh, Law and Order, um, because John Mulaney has a joke about it. John Mulaney, by the way, is a stand-up comedian you should check out, and I'm digressing. Uh, Terry Hatcher. This is where Terry Hatcher became wildly popular as well. Um, I don't know if this is on Netflix. I don't think it is, but it should be. It absolutely should be. Uh, you had John Shea as Lex Luthor. You had Lane Smith uh, as Perry. And um, it was great. It was fun. It was an interesting show. Uh, and uh, it was a it was a blast to watch. So if you can find it anywhere, uh, I highly recommend you watching it. It was um, Smallville before Smallville was Smallville. Speaking of Smallville, that's next on our list. Can you believe... From 1997 all the way to 2001, there were no live-action DC television shows. I think the comics filled that gap, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, Anyway, Smallville went ten seasons, and uh, I'm not ashamed to tell you that I never really watched it. Um, I never got into Smallville, and I've had a lot of people tell me that I should, but only certain seasons. Uh, My favorite thing about Smallville... um, is that, uh, what is his name? Um, Michael Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum played Lex Luthor, right? And Michael Rosenbaum also did the voice of The Flash in the Justice League animated series. And we'll get into a fun little bit of business about that in a little bit uh, when we talk about Justice League the animated series. There was a short-lived Birds of Prey television series, 2002 to 2003, uh, and then Human Target. Again, Human Target, 2010 to 2011. It got two seasons. I have to investigate. What is this about Human Target? Um, Let's see here. Fox, DC Comics, ABC. um, No, doesn't look interesting at all, and I understand why it's... (laughs) Oh, Autumn Reeser was on. Autumn Reeser is a delight. And uh, it's nice that she was on television for a while. All right, moving along. Um, And, of course, we have two ongoing series. I'm sorry. No, that's incorrect. Four ongoing series. Two that immediately jump to mind are, of course, Arrow, 2012 to present, and The Flash, which launched this very year, 2014. Uh, We also have Gotham and Constantine, which are both not terribly well received um 
Now, while I've got the flash here, we may as well talk about a little bit of news that just came out yesterday, I believe it was, which was December 8th. Um, and uh, it is that Mark Hamill is returning to the Flash. Mark Hamill played the trickster. Uh, he played the trickster in the Justice League cartoon. He did the voice, and he also played it in the 1990-1991 television series. He's coming back. He's coming back to the brand new series of Flash, and... I Okay, here's the deal with these, uh, with these new um, TV series. Arrow, I watched for a while. I tried. I really, really tried. I think I got into the third season and just couldn't take it anymore. It's... <laughs> just the acting is not great. Um, and a lot of the fight scenes were just shaky cam, and it... I... I, I it's... <laughs> I had a lot of problems with it, so I had to stop watching it. Um, but I've heard it's gotten better. I've heard it's gotten better in the third season. Um, anytime John Barrowman was on screen, I was on board. You know, that was fun and exciting. I was ready. Every time I would be ready to give up on the series, John Barrowman would show up. And I would think, yep, I'm going to stick around for this. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't around enough. Uh, and uh, I do also want to say that Felicity Smoke is an awesome character. She's very cool, and and Diggle, um, who I can't remember his character's actual name. John Diggle, that's it, John Diggle. Anyway, uh, he's very interesting as well. And I enjoy that they um, they acknowledge the 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 DC universe is large, and they have all these different villains and all these different characters, and that's great. But um, Stephen Amell, he's he's okay. He's fine. As, uh, as, you know, Ollie. <sighs> but, Katie Cassidy, um, who plays Laurel Lance, is the most obnoxious, annoying character. I just, I couldn't, I could not stand, uh, her character. And even, even with the second season was almost a complete reboot because they clearly, you know, they got some, um, uh, they got some money, so they got some new sets and they tried to make her more interesting and more likable and it just, it didn't work. It just didn't work. Um, like I said, there were some, oh, and Colton Hayes as Roy Harper, uh, no, no, uh, uh-uh, no, a hundred percent, absolutely not. Um, <clears throat> it had bright points, uh, the stuff with, uh, Slade Wilson. Deathstroke was very good. Uh, like I said, John Barrowman. Anything with John Barrowman is a winner in my book. Um, and uh, the stuff with the Suicide Squad, that was a blast as well. But I'm sorry, I just couldn't deal with it. I had to let it go. Now, that being said, The Flash has got me interested. Um, for different reasons. As I said, uh, I think the Mark Hamill thing coming back as a trickster is going to be uh, the straw that broke the camel's back. And I am the camel, and my back is watching TV. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, Grant Gustin. I did watch, there was a a crossover between Flash and Arrow uh, recently. And uh, I did watch that. I I love him. He's great. He's a great Barry Allen. Uh, Barry is my favorite Flash. And uh, it's because he's got a sense of humor. Wait, is it Barry? It might be Wally. Okay, that's not important. Forget I said that part. Uh, He's a great Flash. Um, He seems to enjoy himself. He has a lot of fun. He doesn't overact. He's not chewing the scenery. It's a lot. It's it's great. Um, I love Tom Cavanaugh. I love him. 
uh, he plays a character named Dr. Harrison Wells. And I don't know if it's because I have a soft spot for the uh, Mike and Tom Eat Snacks podcast, which, by the way, I'm going to throw out a free plug. Go and check out Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. It's really good. Um, One of my favorite podcasts. I love Tom Cavanaugh and will watch him do anything. Jesse L. Martin, as I mentioned earlier, I am a fan of Law & Order, and so I have a soft spot automatically for Jesse L. Martin. So, that means I'm going to watch The Flash. Just can't help myself. I will probably binge on it, because I am a few episodes behind at this point. Um, a few. I'm a lot of episodes behind. I think I'm eight. So, uh, there's two episodes left in this first season. Um, and, uh, I'll wait and then I'll binge. It'll be a nice little, uh, nice little Christmas treat to myself. Binge on The Flash. Now, like I said, Constantine and Gotham, um, I just couldn't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> no offense to fans of both Gotham and Constantine, but, um, not for me. Sorry, folks. Next up, we have the wonderful animated series, but we are going to have to wait just a quick moment. Uh, Before we get into that, we need to hear a uh, brief word from our wonderful, excellent, lovely, amazing sponsors. And we will be right back with more Panel Riot. Please do stick around. Hi, everyone. Do you like video games? Do you like reading about video games? Do you like listening to podcasts about video games? Why don't you check out insertcointobegin.com? New articles going up daily, and you can check out our podcast, Boss Battle, on SorgatronMedia.com. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at AwesomeCast.net. Welcome back, my dear friends. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I like podcasts. And you probably like podcasts, too, because you are listening to this one, which I am producing. Thank you very much. My gratitude for you is eternal. Uh, But those three podcasts that I just played commercials for, AwesomeCast, Wrestling Mayhem Show, and Boss Battle, are fantastic. Please do check them out at your earliest convenience at sorgatronmedia.com and if you're lucky, I'll be on the episode that you're listening to. Um, But even if I'm not, you're still lucky because they're great podcasts. Go and check them out, listen to them. Alright, DC, non-comic book offerings, animated series. Let's get into this real quick. Uh, first up, New Adventures of Superman, 1966 to 1970. Uh, the Adventures of Superboy, 1966 to 1969. The Superman, Aquaman... <laughs> the Superman, Aquaman, Hour of Adventure, 1967 to 1968, which is just, um... It's just kind of like Aquaman and Superman skeet shooting with, uh, with, uh, fish. Aquaman just flings them up out of the ocean, and Superman pew with his lasers. Um... Aquaman, just Aquaman, 1969 to 1970. The Batman Superman Hour, which sounds a bit more interesting than the Superman Aquaman Hour adventure, uh, and the Adventures of Batman, both 1968 to 1969. Super Friends, 
you know Super Friends. Hanna-Barbera, 1973. The New Adventures of Super... Uh, I'm sorry, The New Adventures of Batman, 1977. The all-new Super Friends Hour, also 1977. The Batman Tarzan Adventure Hour, 1977 and 1978. What I wouldn't give to see a few episodes of that. I hope it's just Batman and Tarzan just hanging out, just broing out with each other. Challenge of the Super Friends, 1978. I do not understand what the challenge is, uh, but um, I'm going to bet that Aquaman loses. Batman and the Super Seven. Who are the Super Seven? Who knows or cares? 1978 to 1980. The Plastic Man Comedy Adventure Show. How much do I not want to watch that? 1979 to 1981. I want you to know... While I'm doing my podcast, my cat is on the desk, and he has begun chasing uh, the mouse around the desk, and it's very distracting. Uh, So say hello to Watson, everybody. Watson, everyone says hi. He's lost interest. Okay. Uh, The World's Greatest Super Friends, 1979. Super Friends, 1980-1983. Do you get the feeling they're running out of ideas? The Kids Superpower Hour with Shazam, 1981-1982. Sure. Super Friends, The Legendary Superpowers Show, 1984. Come on, Hanna-Barbera. The Superpowers Team, Galactic Guardians, 1985. Was uh, Was that the show with Space Ghost on it? I can't remember which one had Space Ghost. They all should have Space Ghost, let's be honest. Superman, 1988. Swamp Thing, 1991. Batman, the animated series. Oh, yes. 1992 to 1995. Yes, yes. Uh, Wild Cats, C-A-T-S. It's an... It's a... Um, Initials? It's not an acronym. The acronym? It doesn't matter. 1994 to 1995. Published at a time by Image Comics. Superman Batman Adventures 95 to 97 Um, Wait a minute That's part of the Super Friends franchise That is not part of the um, DC Animated Universe Which I'll get into here in a minute Superman the Animated Series Which you are familiar with Of course The new Batman Adventures The new Batman Superman Adventures Batman Beyond. Oh, Batman Beyond. I could do an entire episode on Batman Beyond alone, and I probably will. Gotham Girls. Gotham Girls, 2000 to 2002. And Lobo. These were web series. They produced these web series. Um, Noodle Soup Productions put them out. They were so ahead of the curve. Static Shock, 2000 to 2004. The Zeta Project, 2001 to 2002. Uh, which was a spin-off of Batman Beyond. Justice League, 2001 to 2004. Teen Titans, 2003 to 2006. I'm going to issue an apology right now, because I'm going to get yelled at later, probably by Mad Mike. I did not watch Teen Titans. The Aquaman and Friends Action Hour in 2003, and alongside Zatanna. Zatanna was a web series. Uh... The Aquaman and Friends Action Hour was apparently a spoof continuation of Super Friends. Um, so I'm kind of curious. I'd like to check that out. Justice League Unlimited. In my opinion, the pinnacle of the DC animated universe. Uh, the Batman, 2004 to 2008. Crypto the Super Dog, 2005 to 2006. Legion of Superheroes, 2006 to 8. 
Plastic Man. Give it a rest. No one likes Plastic Man 2006. Watchmen Motion Comic. Sure, I guess that counts. Batman Brave and the Bold 2008 to 2011. Young Justice 10 to 13, which is a show that I have been told on numerous occasions I should really watch. Uh, And apparently it's on Netflix. And you know what? Maybe I'll have a DC December Christmas break. And I'll just binge on uh, DC television shows. Green Lantern, the animated series, 2011 to 2013. Something else I've never seen, but want to. I enjoy the Green Lantern. I'm not afraid to admit it. DC Nation Shorts, animated shorts, aired during the DC DC Nation television block on Cartoon Network. Wow. And Beware the Batman, 2013 to 2014, which I think is that thing that took itself way too seriously. Um... Ongoing currently is Teen Titans Go, uh, which is kind of a continuation of the 2003 series. Uh, I've heard it's also very good. And uh, they have recently announced a three-part digital series that will debut on Machinima. Machinima? Machinima? I'm sorry. Uh, Justice League Gods and Monsters Chronicles. Um, So, the DC Animated Universe. One of my my favorite, favorite... Sections. Um, Batman the Animated Series is the entire reason I read uh, DC Comics. <laughs> That's it. That's the one that got me hooked. Kevin Conroy. Uh, it later became known as The Adventures of Batman and Robin. And um, Paul Dini. Paul Dini is the genius that really kind of made all this happen. He handled the the uh, Batman the Animated Series as well as the um, the Batman Superman Adventures. Um, I believe he was also heavily involved in Batman Beyond and um, uh, 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 I'm sorry I lost my train of thought Uh, oh and of course the Amazing Justice League series Um, now uh, the Batman the Animated Series that was it that was the thing for me. That was um, that was what I did when I came home from school. I came home from school. I sat down. I turned on the TV. I think it was Fox at the time, and I watched Batman the Animated Series and loved every single minute of it. Those voices for those characters are the voices that I hear when I read the comics. I hear Kevin Conroy when I see Batman. I he- I hear Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., who has the greatest name of all time. I'd like to say it again, Ephraim Zimbalist. Junior, when I read Alfred, uh, <laughs> that's the voice I hear. Um, when I read the Joker, I hear Mark Hamill, hands down, absolutely no question. There is no other voice uh, that I am hearing except for Mark Hamill, and of course, the greatest Harley Quinn of all time, Arlene Sorkin. There's no question. There is absolutely no question about it. Um, and uh even even all the way down to um uh uh i'm sorry i can't i, I lost uh, commissioner gordon commissioner gordon is bob hastings for me absolutely 100% uh i don't read a lot of stuff that involves harvey bullock but when he shows up it is absolutely robert costanzo and uh barbara gordon is melissa gilbert end of story um it's just it's these are the voices that i hear uh when i see them and uh, that, of course, led to the um, the excellent Superman animated series. And once again, when I read the comics, those are the voices I hear. When I see Lex Luthor, that is Clancy Brown. No question, 100%, 
Clancy Brown. And personally, I mean, I understand I'm a little biased, but Clancy Brown should be playing Lex Luthor in any adaptation of uh, of Superman because he's perfect for it. Have you seen the guy? Come on now. Um, Tim Daly, I, I don't care. I don't care that he was on Wings. I will forgive him that because he is Superman. He is the voice of Superman, period, end of idea. Uh, and Dana, Dana Delaney? Oh, come on. I can't say enough good things about Dana Delaney. If you don't like Dana Delaney, then you don't know who she is. She's Lois Lane. That's it. That's, that's, that's all there is to it. She's, it's, it's, uh, it's wonderful. And here's a fun fact that I just found out. Uh, Jonathan Kent, um, Superman's father, was played by Mike Farrell. Uh, uh, who played uh, B.J. Honeycutt on MASH, which is one of the greatest shows of all time. Um, but yeah, these are these are the voices that I hear to this day. Um, Batman Beyond, uh, which was a spinoff of these as well. Um, just a just a spectacular show that did not get enough credit and enough deal. I would I would love to see this come back as. Um, as a modern day series, I feel like they could do some really interesting stuff. They could push the envelope a little bit more. Will Friedel plays um, uh, 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 Terry McGinnis and uh, does a great job. Kevin Conroy comes back as an old Bruce Wayne. Um, Stalker Channing, man, Stalker Channing uh, plays Barbara Gordon. And so does Angie Harmon later on. They, um, the other role kind of switched over, but still, I mean, that is a pedigree for both. That's, it's you know, wonderful. Um, it's a great. It's it's Batman in the future, obviously, and um, there were spinoffs and and things that associated with it. Um, Static Shock was involved at one point, and uh, of course, there's references to it in the Justice League, which we'll get into uh, here in a little bit. Oh, oh, well, one one other thing about the um, the wonderful. Batman animated series uh, those voices returned I would say most of those voices returned for the incredible Arkham series of video games which we'll get into a little bit later in this episode because um, uh, for a long time there was no, no we'll, we'll get into it later sorry uh, Batman Beyond is awesome uh, and uh, and then of course those lead to the Justice League cartoons and uh, without question, the best that uh, the DC animated universe had to offer was uh, was the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Now, when you get into Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, you have to talk about something. Um, the it, it's known as in general the DC animated universe um, or the Diniverse because Paul Dini who basically kind of takes care of, uh, not takes care of, but he was the, kind of the guiding force between behind a lot of this stuff. Jeez. Um, I can't talk at all. Um, so the DC animated universe uh, consists of Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, New Batman Adventures, Batman Beyond, Static Shock, Zeta Project, Justice League, and Justice League Unlimited, including the films uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, Phantasm uh, Batman and Mr. Freeze, Sub-Zero, Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker, uh, and Batman Mystery of the Batwoman. Um, uh, and also those web series I mentioned, Gotham Girls and Lobo, which I really need to check out. I wonder if I can find those anywhere. Um, anyway, 
uh, Justice League is just a delight because they finally, you know, bring all these different characters together. Now, the main Justice League series uh, focuses on, you know, uh, the big seven. You know, you've got Hawkgirl, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, uh, Martian Manhunter, Superman, and Flash, okay? Um, and I, I, it's it's worth mentioning that, again, these voice actors are the voices that I hear when I um, read the comics. Um, you've got uh, Maria Canales as Hawk Girl, uh, Kevin Conroy again as Batman, the definitive Batman. I know I keep saying that, but it's true. Uh, Susan Eisenberg as Wonder Woman, Phil Lamar, the just insanely talented Phil Lamar as Green Lantern. I guarantee you know who Phil Lamar is. You just don't realize it if you've ever watched anything animated or probably played any video game. Um, with voice acting, you've heard Phil Lamar. Uh, Carl Lumbly was uh, Martian Manhunter. George Newbern is uh, Superman, which, you know, not the definitive Superman, but still, he does a good job. And Michael Rosenbaum, of course, is uh, Flash. Um, so that's uh, the the main Justice League series, like I said, focuses on them. Um, and there are a lot of other char- characters as well, but it mainly... Um, consists of them and then Justice League Unlimited comes out and they really just they uh, throw the doors open most episodes don't even like the the, the main that main cast doesn't appear um, because they focus on all these fringe characters uh, in the DC universe and uh, they're all brought in they're all honorary Justice League members and um, I mean they get really really kind of um, obscure with it. They uh, they feature characters that I mean, I, I, I genuinely can't tell you all the characters who have been on there um, because I don't know their names. I've watched it. I've watched every episode multiple times. I don't know their names. Um, but uh, let's see here. Some of the highlights. Um, there's a, an episode called Hawk and Dove where, um, you know, the two you know, the brothers Hawk and Dove show up and uh Interestingly enough, they were voiced by Fred Savage and Jason Hervey, who played brother and... I'm sorry, they played brothers on The Wonder Years. Um, Let's see here. It features Zatanna. The Question is a mainstay. Uh, A lot of focus on Supergirl and Green Arrow. Um, uh, Ivo's android uh, um, (laughs) Amazo. In an episode called The Return, which aired in the first season, and it has one of my favorite quotes from anywhere ever, where... Um, all the Green Lanterns think that uh, the android destroyed Oa, but he didn't. He just moved it, but they don't know that. And um, Dr. Fate is involved with the android and everything like that. And um, basically, he's trying to stop the Green Lanterns from destroying the android. And uh, I can't remember how exactly it comes about, but the quote is... uh, for the sake of all worlds, I will continue to seek a better way. And how amazing is that? How deep is that for a a cartoon based on a comic? Come on now, um, it's just it's <laughs> it's just awesome, and it's indicative of the entire series. It's all stuff like that, and it's so sharp and so good, and the dialogue is so you know just on. It's so it's so well done, um, and it's funny. It's genuinely funny. Like the original Justice League series is good, and it's very funny. Um, 
but this just, like I said, I really feel like Justice League Unlimited is the pinnacle of the DC animated universe. Um, uh, let's see here. There's um, ooh, uh, there's an episode that features Shazam. Um, they go time traveling in uh, in this um, you know part one, part two episode, two part episode. I'm sorry, guys. I don't mind brain is mush. And they, uh, first they go into the Old West. The Justice League goes to the Old West. Old West. And, uh, they meet Batlash and Jonah Hex and El Diablo and, and, um, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Smith. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Um, and then they, uh, they go to the future and they meet Warhawk, who's, you know, Green Lantern and Hawk Girl's son. And of course, when they go into the future, they meet Batman Beyond, Terry McGinnis. And, uh, uh, Static Shock makes an appearance and he's like 65 years old. Um, Hal Jordan shows up at one point because time is going crazy. And of course, um, old Bruce Wayne meets young Bruce Wayne, well, youngish Bruce Wayne. And, and it's a great, great moment. Um, there is a uh, a kind of theme, uh, like an underlying storyline that goes through almost every episode, and it's Cadmus and their uh, kind of movements against the Justice League. And uh, as a result, um, they they kind of frame the Justice League. They um, they fire their satellites laser and destroy a facility and and you know make it look like the justice league uh, did it themselves and so on and so forth and it's it's really fascinating um and really well done like like i said it's very serious but it's also very comedic and light and adventury and it's it's not you know it's not super violent and it's um it's gives equal screen time to a lot of different characters and it's just it's just a pure pleasure it's just pure pleasure um, another episode called Flash and Substance, where um, it features Flash, Batman, and Orion, and of course all of the rogues, uh, Flash's rogue galleries, and uh, of course Mark Hamill as the trickster. It's 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 just it's just so very good, um, and uh, as far as um, voice acting talent. Um, here's some of the highlights of, uh, of people that have, that show up, uh, on the series, except for those, those main seven. Ed Asner shows up, Adam Baldwin shows up a few times, Clancy Brown, of course, um, Dana Delaney makes a return, uh, Dakota Fanning, Mike Farrell, um, Will Friedel, like I mentioned, uh, he actually plays, uh, um, he plays Kyle Rayner, uh, when he shows up briefly, um, Let's see here. Jennifer Hale, Robert Picardo, who is a name that, uh, if you're a Trekkie, you'll know who that is. Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven. The very height of uh, of guest stars. <laughs> he plays Elongated Man, who, as I said earlier, nobody likes. J.K. Simmons shows up. And, uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with J.K. Simmons. Bruce Tim himself shows up. Um, plays uh, Solomon Grundy. Gina Torres. The insanely talented Gina Torres. Uh, and, of course, uh, the man of a million voices, Billy West. Um, so, listen. Justice League and Justice League Unlimited are on Netflix. Go and watch them immediately. Really. I'm serious. Stop the, stop the podcast. Stop this podcast right now. Go and watch Justice League and then watch Justice League Unlimited. And then wonder why Batman the Animated Series and the Superman Adventures are not on there as well. And then write a letter to DC Comics. Come back listen to the rest of the podcast but 
um, we're going to have a quick break from our sponsors before we launch into the third section of, uh, of you know, DC's non-comic offerings. Uh, and we'll be right back. More panel rights. Stick around. Time for me to explain that Petri California Sherry is not only an ideal wine to serve before dinner, but it's also the perfect wine for almost any occasion. Petri Sherry is fine after dinner when you're listening to the radio or just sitting around talking. And, of course, you couldn't ask for a finer party wine than Petri Sherry, especially if your party is at cocktail time. If you don't know what wine to buy, you can't go wrong with Petri Sherry. But be sure it's Petri. Look for the letters P-E-T-R-I. They spell the proudest name in the history of American wine. Welcome back. Welcome back. Our sincere thanks, as always, to the Petri family, the family that took time to bring you good wine. I have exciting news, folks. I have a line on some Petri wine. I, uh, I think I'm going to be able to acquire a bottle just in time for Christmas. And I'm so very excited that uh, it's likely that I'm going to share it with, um, with you, the listener. Uh, I'm probably going to drink it on camera on the, uh, the Wrestling Mayhem Show's Christmas special. Um, so do go to sorgatronmedia.com and keep an eye out for all incoming podcasts specifically the Wrestling Mayhem Show podcast, because uh, you'll see me, and you'll see the debut of, well, of me drinking delicious Petri wine. Uh, This week, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about uh, all things DC non-comic offerings, and, uh, but that's a lie. That's a lie. I've come to a decision, because we're here we are, we're in the third part of uh, this episode of Panel Riot, and I have gone on and on and on and on and on about the things that are on television. And I am just, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry that I did not make time for everything. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to hold off on the movie talk. We're going to talk about, or I'm sorry, uh, video games here in this third section, and uh, we're going to hold the movies for their own episode, which I think is, uh, I think is valid. I think you can get a full episode out of each film, Um, especially the Batman films. I mean, uh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do a full episode on the George Clooney Batman and Robin film because I've never seen it. I've never seen it, folks, and I'm going to watch it for you. I'm going to watch it for you. So stick around, listen to that one, um, or keep an eye out for that one, rather. So uh, a quick look at the video games. Um, Now, here's the thing with this. Uh, It's easy. It's real easy because there's a lot of video games, but very few video games that are even marginally good. Um, One of the worst video games of all time is a DC video game, and it is the Superman terrible N64 video game where you fly through rings. It is renowned amongst gamers as punishment. Let's look at some of the highlights from the list here. Um, The first video game based off of a DC comic was the Superman game. 1979 for the Atari 2600, uh, which is wonderful. Um, there was a Superman arcade game that happened in 19, 1988, which was kind of a side-scroller, but it got me to thinking that, like, a, uh, a flight simulator, Superman, a fight, a fight or flight simulator, both, fight and flight simulator, uh, for Superman, I think that could be a lot of fun. 
uh, in an arcade, like a big uh, enclosure that you get into and all that. Um, yeah, let's make that happen. There was a Batman game in 1989 that came out for MS-DOS. Man, do I want to play that. Uh, real bad. There was... Uh, you get into the 90s, there's the Death and Return of Superman uh, in 1994, and if you like your Superman mulleted, this was a golden age for mulleted video game Superman, which is a uh, a sentence I never thought I'd say. Um, there, there's been a, just a, a stunning amount of Batman video games that came out again and again and again, and they tried so hard to make a good Batman video game, and there absolutely never was one. Um, with, I mean, with the exception of, well, the, we'll get into those a little bit later on. Um, I'd like to point out for the GameCube, there was a an an, a, an Aquaman Battle for Atlantis game, which is <laughs> it's considered one of the worst video games of all time. And it, I've never played it. I, I did own a GameCube. I love my GameCube. Um, but, I mean, I can only imagine how wretched a video game focusing on Aquaman and Black Manta has to be. Um, I don't know if it was a fighting game. I, I think it was a fighting game. But, um, just... I, I don't even want to touch that. Um really nothing good, nothing worth mentioning for, for quite a long time, even even when you get into the more um, uh, what were once considered next-gen um, games, like for the for the PlayStation 2, you know, you had your Superman Returns because the movie came out, um, and then there was a turning point. 2008, Lego Batman the video game. Uh, the Lego video games had already been a uh, proven commodity at that point um, with their their huge success with the um, you know Lego Star Wars series and and um, and all of that and then Lego Batman came out and it was good because it was a Lego game it was very different from other games uh, up into that point um, and then things started to turn around because in uh, in 2009 Batman Arkham Asylum finally it finally happened we had a good Batman game. And it wasn't just a good Batman game. It was a great Batman game. To this day, I'll still go back and play Arkham Asylum. I've finished it, but I haven't finished it. I beat it, but I haven't finished it. There's still so much stuff to unlock uh, and so much stuff to get into. And it's a relatively small game when you compare it to the game that followed that Batman Arkham City that came out in 2011, which is exactly what it sounds like. You're running around an entire city as Batman. Um, these games... Uh, they incorporated the detective aspect of Batman. They incorporated the um, the combat, um, this kind of like free flow combat system that was uh, developed, I think, specifically for these games. Um, and it was just it like a lot of prayers were answered because, like I said, it was the first good Batman game, and it was one of the best games to come out in both of those years, 2009, 2011, and coming up soon um, is the third Batman game, which is uh, Arkham Knight. That's coming out next year, 2015. These are done by Rocksteady, um, a group called Rocksteady, which, you know, 
Good for them. They they achieved, they accomplished, they put their name out there in a big way, and it worked. Um, now, uh, it, Batman Arkham City is also worth mentioning because it is the final performance of Mark Hamill as the Joker. Um, he, and he does an incredible job. Uh, if you ever wanted to hear Mark Hamill as the Joker singing Only You to Batman on his voicemail, and I know that sounds weird, but this is the game for you. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's a fitting tribute, and it's a fitting way for Mark Hamill to go out as the Joker. Um, I can't recommend these games highly enough, obviously. Um, while this was happening, the Lego Batman games also got a bit more... Uh, ambitious, uh, kind of following in the footsteps of the Marvel Lego games. Not games, game. There was really just one. Uh, it was Lego Marvel Super Heroes, which is another phenomenal game. If you like the Lego games, you have to like the Lego games. Um, Lego Batman 2, DC Super Heroes, had a, a, a much extended roster. And then, of course, you had Lego Batman 3, which just came out recently. And uh, it's huge. This is the DC answer to Lego Marvel Super Heroes. Um, the game is massive. The roster is huge. Uh, basically, pretty much if you've heard of a DC character, it's in this game. Um, and it's fun. It's fun. It's uh, it's innovative, which is um, almost difficult to do at this point when you're talking about Lego games. Um, but it works. It really does the trick. Um, also worth, worth, worth mentioning, I'm so sorry, is Injustice, Gods Among Us. And... Um, it's another fighting game featuring the Justice League, um, but it's beautiful. It's it's a very good-looking game, and it's a lot of fun, and um, you've got your Justice League, and then you've got your alternate universe Justice League of Justice Lords, which kind of borrows heavily from the Justice Lords storyline in the Justice League cartoon. Stay with me now. Um, and then you've got your you've got your villains, and then you've got your good guy villains, and so on and so forth. And it's a fighting game, and it's a, it's a great fighting game. Like I said, it's it's gorgeous. The voice acting is well done, um, and uh, and it's just a blast to play. Um, I also want to take a second to mention the Wolf Among Us, which is by Telltale Games, and all I'm going to say is that we're going to talk a lot about that game in a future episode. Um, there has been some online offerings, some MMOs. Um, you've got Gotham City Imposters. You've got kind of Infinite Crisis and stuff like that. DC Universe Online. Not games I really got into. I, I don't really get into MMOs. Um, so go and check them out yourself. I highly encourage it. Um, and uh, Scribblenauts. There was a DC version of Scribblenauts where they literally said, um, if you can think of a DC character you write his name in and he will show up forever um, again haven't played it uh, there was a game called Batman Arkham Origins which was not done by Rocksteady but it was in the, done in the style of the Arkham City and Arkham uh, uh, <laughs> Asylum games um, by Warner Brothers Mar Montreal and it was it was generally considered kind of a watered down version of uh, of the Arkham games but Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it. Those are those are the video games. There's been mobile versions, and of course, like I said before, uh, that Batman game came out. There was just a, a truly breathtaking amount of just awful video games that um, that 
you know, they just didn't come close. But uh, like, but when you know, Arkham Asylum came out, it really seemed to spark something, and almost every game that has come out since has been um, has been fantastic. So. Uh, so that's it, folks. Um, thank you very much for listening to me talk about DC television and DC co- or DC video games. As I said, we are going to have another episode where we talk about uh, all the different movies that have been uh, produced um, because of uh, DC Comics. And of course, uh, I, I want to hype this now. We are going to have an all-video game special in the new year. We are going to be talking about... Um, all things comic book video games, not just DC, DC and Marvel and Image and anything uh, anything you can think of. I played the Darkness video game at one point, and I really regret that, and I'll tell you why on that episode. That episode is going to feature the excellent uh, Riz, Riz the Fur, my partner in crime. You can follow him in advance on Twitter at the E Riz, T H E E R I Z Z. The extra E is for emphasis. Um, would you like more Panel Riot? Uh, I hope that you say yes. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Panel Riot. You can follow me at DJ Lunchbox. And you can follow Intern Stan at Intern Stan. That's right. He got it. Didn't have to add any numbers or anything weird. Um, you can locate our sweet word, honey, on Stitcher Smart Radio. We're available on iTunes. We're available on Spreaker. We are now on Spreaker. And folks... Just in time for the holidays, I have something very special for you. If you head on over to panelriot.com, click the button that says Amazon and then the banner that says Amazon, and then shop as you would normally on Amazon, and you will be helping me feed my comic book addiction. As you well know, uh, comic books aren't inexpensive items, but uh, if you go and you uh, do your shopping through Amazon, as you would normally, just in time for the holidays, uh, shop through Amazon via Panel Riot, and uh, you'll be uh, you'll be helping us out here. We can we can help start paying off Intern Stan's college loans, and we all know how much you love Intern Stan and his college loans. Um, email us at panelriot at gmail. I'm sorry, not at email us at panelriot at gmail.com that makes more sense to say it that way uh, tell me what you're reading what you what you like what you don't like uh, if you're enjoying DC December what are you doing to celebrate DC December tell me I must know that's it thanks for listening true believers until next week when hopefully I will have up a catch for Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.